And one of the leading brands in wages is the Typeless Voki brand. And with the SM7 version of the wages, they've actually upgraded it a little bit from the SM6. What really the whole raison d'etre of this is to really continue the work they did with SM6 in terms of getting the center gravity point closer to the middle of the face because if you can do that then you're going to get more consistency and better feel for the wages they obviously your distances will be better and hopefully you'll score better as well. There's a couple of ways that they do this. They've got a different muscle on the back of the club and in the lower lofts and in the higher lofts you will see almost weight pads either lower down or higher up depending on the type of loft and really the main difference between SM7 and SM6 is that the curvature of that pad or that muscle actually goes the other way and if you listen to an interview with Aaron Dill you'll see he now calls it a smiley face so these are obviously much happier wedges. The other way they do this of course is by varying the height of the hosel so in the higher and the lower lofts again they're actually slightly shorter hosels than they were in the SM6 and the reason they would do that is because obviously the hosel has a lot of weight in the club that's what most of it is and if you reduce the height of that that moves the center of gravity more towards the toe of the club there's also three different finishes in this there's a tour chrome there's a brush steel and also there's a jet black as well which is one of their roll finishes now in the tour chrome and the brush steel they're actually plated finishes so they actually uh, put the plating on then they mill the grooves and they've really got a new process for how they mill those grooves which is they say is going to add an extra 100 rpm of spin which really it's probably a little bit neither here nor there when it comes to wedges but i suppose every little bit's going to help so let's see um, how this goes i'm going to start here with the 50 degree and when you put it down this address it's still got a you know relatively compact look it doesn't really look much different to the previous sm6 And in terms of the feel, it is very, very similar. I think these are very good quality wedges. Actually, what they've done when they have been moving the CG is make the soles actually slightly wider than they are in the SM6s. But I don't think that really changes it a great deal. If anything, maybe it might mean you can go uh, down uh, a bounce, if you like, in order to get a similar level of performance and that is really the key to sm7 wedges it's all very well picking the lofts which you should do and the way you should do that is to find out what the loft of your last set wedge is and then the highest loft that you want to do so that might be for instance 46 degrees for your set wedge and you might want to go up to 60 and then it's a question of figuring out how many wedges you need in that gap in order to keep a consistent loft distance of maybe four or five degrees so if it was 46 you might have 50 54 and then either 58 or 60s but really that is going to come down to your personal preference what your distance gaps are really one of the tightless fitting sessions which i have been through is very useful indeed will help you get to that point now the other thing that you need to know with the sm7s is obviously there's lots of different grinds and Voki are very good at this they have uh, hopefully i'll get all these right we've got an f and an s an M and an L and what they've also done this time is bring out a new D grind now this is like the M grind which has got the sort of curvature around the back of the heel was where it's got heel and toe relief but they were finding that this is quite a low bounce wedge and so it is because then it allows you to open and close the face in certain situations people wanted that versatility but also a little bit more bounce so really what D is is actually a higher bounce version of the M and it gives you a bit more versatility in softer conditions where you need a little bit more bounce. So how do you know which grind to go for? Well, as I say, I went through a fitting process and you would go through each of the lofts. So for me, for instance, at the 50 degree, there's an F, there's only the F grind in the 50s, and there was an eight and there was a 12. And really it was a question of just hitting balls from a surface like this, the grass, 
how the club reacts to the toe. And it's very easy to tell, you can tell by the divot, you can tell by the sand and the flight. What you want is kind of a nice low thud and a sort of reasonably low flight because then the club is engaging correctly with the turf and producing the optimum performance. Then I went up to 54, which is my next one, and we, we trailed around with a few of these, and this illustrates the type of compromises that you might have to make. So I had a 54F last time, and this is now the 54S. From the shorter grass, like this, this was the best one for me. You can just see there, it's a nice divot, it's going through the ground very easily. Out of the sand, it probably wasn't quite as good as the 54M, which was that heel and toe grind that I mentioned before. And as of the longer grass, probably going back to the F, which is a sort of straighter trailing edge, was slightly better out the rough. But what I could do with the, with the S was actually just open the face a little bit more, and that would add some bounce, and that in turn would make that perform a little bit better. So on balance, hopefully I'm going to hit most fairways, then the 54S was the one to go for. Now, then we went up to uh, 58, and the, in the past I had the K grind, which is one of the ones I didn't mention earlier, I told you it was going to be difficult, and the K grind was actually one of my favorites, it's a very wide grind, and it really gives you a lot of margin for error. So we tried the K, and again, it was very good, but then they put me into the new D grind. And here on the sand is where I tested out the D grind, so that's got a little bit of extra heel and toe relief, plus that little bit of extra bounce at the back, and it should mean that you can open up the face hit down through the ball and get through the sand more easily. The SM7 version of the D, it was just a lot better out of all conditions really, out of the sand in particular, it was better than the K. The K is very good off sort of tight grass lies actually, which might seem a little bit strange with that wide sole, but it certainly is. And then also, out of some of the heavier efforts, not so bad, but really the D just gave you slightly better performance. You've got to hear that sound. You've got to feel it going through the turf, just like that. And because I'm using the 54S, which wasn't quite so good out of sand, this loft is going to be my go-to sand club, and that's really how you're going to combine the grinds of the loft. So I'm going to go with the 58, which is the best out of the sand, which was the D, and then I'm going to use the 54S off the fairway and not out of the sand. And that is how you get to the right makeup of set, and that's why it's really important to go there and get a fitting, not only get the loft gaps right, but also get the grinds right to also to match your game, mix and match a little bit. You might have to compromise one area and say, that's my sand club, that's my fairway club, and then you'll get the right combination of wedges. Overall then, I think the Vokey SM7s are another excellent wedge from Titleist. Really compared to the SM6s, it's just an evolution of the CG position story. Um, you might find with the, the different grinds that, you know, as I was finding that a 54F in SM6 is going to be different to a 54F in SM7. So it's really going to be important to go down and compare them and see which one suits your game because it's really that combination of loft and grind that's going to give you the best performance for your game. I hope you found that useful. If you did, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up and drop some comments below. And for more reviews on all the Titleist golf equipment, just check out the golfalot.com website.